Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's 3 o'clock on Dukes and Bell. I find it interesting. Thanks for making us your sports station. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Dukes and Bell, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Mike, one of our listeners just brought up something else to me that I hadn't even really thought about when it comes to this Jalen Carter situation. And if you are just joining us, uh, warrants were issued, two misdemeanors for Jalen Carter. He's on his way back from the the combine. He was supposed to speak today. He does not. Um, These arrest warrants, by the way, stem back to the the fatal accident that happened um, that took the life of of Chandler LaCroix. Um, and we found out more information about her situation today as well, but it also resulted in the death of offensive lineman Devin Willick. Um, one of our listeners says, Mike, did Jalen Carter take a breathalyzer? Good question. It is. And the reason why it's a good question is because he fled the scene. And then he came back after the fixer showed up right. and was asked to basically call him back to the scene. At least that's the re- reports that we are seeing. Mm-hmm. And the point is, my guess is no. As I said to, to Tricia, I don't think no, so. It's no, not, it's not listed. And if there was, they would have. So, and again, for those not uh, catching our drift, uh, we say the fixer, uh, there's an article. Again, there's multiple articles in the AJC, and one of them reports. Brian Gant. That, that, uh, that's the dude. Brian Gant was uh, basically summoned to the scene of the, uh, the fatal accident by the athens Clark County Police Chief Jerry Saltis, relayed the information instruction to the police dispatcher that Brian Grant, who's on the coaching staff, is on his way out there. Uh, that was about 3.10 in the morning, less than half an hour after the crash. He told the dispatcher to let officers know Gant was coming so they can talk with him and kind of tell him what's going on. Now, the police are saying that they observed no impaired anything from Jalen Carter while right. he was on the scene. But it was an hour after, right? I mean, I'm not telling you that if he was right. intoxicated that it would have worn off, off by then. But I do think it's a valid question from Trisha, who's asking, and yeah. she's asking us, guys. We're we are literally finding all this information out today with a lot of you. This is investigative reporting. This is not something Mike and I do on a regular basis. This is not what we do. We are relaying right. the information to you guys, so Georgia fans and people will know because we we talk about Georgia all the time. We know these last two years have been amazing. Right. But this is a story right now that the country is talking about because Jalen Carter could be the number one overall right. pick in the draft. And the initial source information is from the AJC. And some, look, it's some really good reporting. But the idea that uh, there was a number of uh, Georgia football players at toppers, which we already knew, uh, and that uh, you could argue that perhaps some abstained, some did drink. And I, we're not casting aspersions on that, but it does seem strange that, uh, you know, you'd all be out with the guys and somebody wouldn't be having a few pops. The toxicology came back on uh, one of the victims. Unfortunately, Miss LaCroix it was overserved, to put yeah. it mildly, so... You kind of knew that that was coming, but in this case, yeah, people, you know, because you know, I could hear cynics out there going, "Yeah, they're going to try to sober him up." 
don't know that. Wouldn't, no, yeah. wouldn't guess that, and we'll, and we'll be more, believe me, there'll be more to come. The other thing is, a lot of guys are asking us, will you see the national media, and I said this earlier, yes, they will explore the relationship between Athens-Clark PD and the Georgia football program. Because people will say, you know, is it standard procedure to have the guy who, quote, takes care of player relations stuff, he'll be out there so they can talk to him, make it to a crime scene, I mean, not a crime scene, but a scene of a, a terrible accident. Well, that was my only question. Listen, if no laws are broken, and I don't know, I'm not, I'm not someone who is fluid in that uh, a gentleman's able to show up and has that kind of connection to the police department through the football program. But as I said, I, I, I experienced this. Yeah, I've seen it, you know, multiple schools where there's a gentleman that this is who you call, right? You get in trouble. This is who you call. And ultimately it gets back to the people it needs to get back to, and the coach then handles what needs to be handled. But you're not calling a head coach and saying, Coach, I'm in jail. That's not how this works. So I, I get it. Uh, and, and these kind of things, and I'm not talking about racing and, and death and all of that, but I'm saying kids get in trouble in every college town across America. And when it happens, you have these guys that say, hey, I'll come, you know, take care of the situation for you. And then the coach gets, gets notified. Either way, Mike, as long as any laws were not broken into that, I do not know. And he did not change this investigation right. in any way, shape, or form then I don't know how you could, could point the finger at this gentleman by showing up and having this relationship with the police department. And speaking of the police, we've got a good relationship with the Atlanta Police Department. Just talking to a good friend of mine who's kind of filling in the blanks for me on some of the procedural stuff and how you get charged on this. We were talking earlier before the break, guys, about you know how this would go down with any other charges further. Uh, he says it's reported as a single vehicle accident because that's exactly what it is. Carter's vehicle did not collide with the other vehicle. The vehicle hit a curb and left the roadway. Carter's vehicle did not cause the accident. Carter then cannot be charged with failure to render aid because he was not technically involved in the accident. So he was an innocent bystander yeah, at failure that Failure to render aid is when a driver hits a vehicle at fault or not, and then you leave the scene even in cases where there are not serious injuries or death. So it's, uh, this isn't, you can't describe this as a hit and run. Although the timing would be strange. In, some, in the article of the AJC, they make it sound like an SUV, which matches the description of Jalen Carter's, who was at the scene, and there was an individual standing outside the vehicle looking at what was going on, and then presumably exited the scene. But you, how are you going to prove that was Jalen Carter? Yeah, we don't know. Uh, and there, listen, there are no cameras. This is where they were. There's, I don't think there are any cameras or just anything. Just want to know language. Language has meaning, and you want to be specific, lest things get twisted. So that's where, again, we're just going yeah. with what we know. Yeah, no, no doubt, man. Um, as far Here's the deal, though, Mike, and I, I'll have to say this. This is the other part. Part of this I get it you're scared you're nervous you're thinking about what what's gonna happen to me but even if he wasn't a part of this and this is considered to be as the police reported a single car accident it's your friends it's your people you don't stop if I'm in front of you you don't stop mm. I'm just asking you yeah that's the thing it's I, I, it's I get it I, I get it but that's the part for me where right. you go, damn, okay, I, I got to be responsible for this. Right. I got to uh, – yeah, I didn't do anything, but my right. friends are, are down a cliff. I got to stop, and, and whether, I got to get help. And whether or not I know there's going to be consequences, I got to get involved in this. That's, that's, that's right. all I'm saying. All right. And that's just – I mean, that's – you know, you're not thinking straight. Again, we, we all said – and by the way, don't get it twisted, guys. We're not trying to get holier than thou here because, we're not, as Carl just said it, we've all been younger people. We've all made terrible mistakes, things that make you, know, you cringe – but, at, you know, at 2.30 in the morning, you're not exactly thinking straight. All right. Speaking of not thinking straight, this is another story that has nothing to do with Georgia. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game that has just come down. NBA star John Morant accused of a violent, threatening behavior in two police reports, including 
Previously unknown allegations that Morant threatened a mall security director. Four days later, a teenager told police that Morant punched him repeatedly. Is there gunplay in this, Chris? What, what's, what's the he gun? Is, the report alleges that Morant pointed a gun at the teenager as well. What's John Morant doing? There was a story last month that we didn't talk about here on the show that the Pacers, someone had said after the game that somebody in his group of friends was pointing a laser at him, which people presume to be a laser sight the, on a weapon. At, at the players, Pacers. Correct, at yeah. the Pacers. So that, and I'm not sure where that went. Come on, man. Your future's in front of you. What is John Morant doing? What? So that story mm-hmm. just hitting, and the NBA will obviously have to deal with this and see where this goes. Now, right. again, I don't know if he's been charged. He's not been arrested or charged or anything, but this is a report that has come out about John Morant. Two separate incidents, one not known, that he threatened, again, a mall security director, and then four days later this teenager said he punched him and then pointed a gun at him. A teenager? Yeah. Come on, John. And early first week in February following the game between the Pacers and the Grizzlies in Memphis, acquaintances of Grizzly star John Moran aggressively confronted members of the Pacers' traveling party near their team bus in the loading area of FedEx Forum. And this is from the Memphis paper. Later, someone in a slow-moving SUV, which Morant was riding in, trained a red laser on them. So that's that's what's going down. And, and if I remember correctly, Mike, there was an individual, either one of his good friends got removed from the arena. He, Correct. He there was a fracas earlier in the game. Yeah, right. and he can't he can't be in any of these games anymore. Correct. And then after the game, this transpired. That's correct. Stop. Devontae Pack was the guy's name who can't go to the state of the game anymore. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. And I'll say this. As you rise, everybody can't rise with you. And Ja better get it right. Mm. Because this might not, 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 might not be the situation he thought it was going to be. He is a rising star in the NBA, but you cannot have this kind of activity no. around you thinking that this is going to last. It's just foolishness. All right, man. It's Dukes and Bell at Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Let's get to an NFL. <laughs> Sorry for the heavy stuff. It's just that kind of day today. It's just yeah. hitting. We're, we're sitting here doing what yeah. we do. Let's get to an NFL. Blue! Welcome to the NFL. Dukes and Bell. NFL Blitz brought to you by our friends at Priority Men's Medical Centers. Check them out at PriorityMensMedical.com. Simply put, he ain't about that life. Let's talk about what is going on at the NFL Combine. Mike Pete Carroll was asked questions about Russell Wilson. Everybody wants to know how he felt about Russ maybe trying to get him and John mm-hmm. Snyder fired. Yeah. Here's Pete Carroll on Russ. Regardless of what has happened or has taken place or the things that have been said at all, if you hang with them, it all comes back around. And uh, I'd like to demonstrate that faith in the relationship and the depth of what we did together and uh, and hang through whatever the growth challenges bring to, to us along the way. I have a forgiving heart, Mike. I forgive yeah. Russell. Yeah. We won a lot of games. I know. I, I'll, I'll take a – by the way, again, I'm not always banging on players, you Trey fans out there. I usually have the players back like Russell. I always thought that Pete was the bad guy. And that was a lie. Oh, stop it, because all the information <laughs> came out. You know, Chris, you're a hoe. But anyway, as far as this goes, it's like you, I always thought that Russ was the guy victimized by Carroll and they were kind of keeping the clamps down on me and some terrible offensive coordinators. That may be also true, but, man, Russ in that whole situation, what a train wreck, and Pete's taking the high road. What about uh, Carson Wentz being released? Ron Rivera said this. He's a heck of a young man. He's, he's, a, he's a solid man. And, and, you know, want to wish him the best. Really do appreciate everything he did for us, you know, and, and the opportunity that he had coming here. He did the best he could, and we really appreciate that as well. Now we're moving on. 
<laughs> Adios. I, I wouldn't expect Ron Rivera to say anything yeah. bad about Carson Wentz. Ron takes, again, speaking of taking the high road, Ron's a guy that players respect. He's generally going to keep it above board. Yeah. Um, and then rip you a new one behind closed doors. Well, listen, they got, who, who's going to be their quarterback? Grab me an ice-cold Heineke. Who's going to be their guy? Yeah, they did draft Sam Howell. North Carolina last yeah. year, right? Yeah. yeah you and I were both kind of like meh on him. Because he looked great and put the numbers up, and then against in the big games when it mattered most, he pooped the bed. Bo said he's been, well, at least going into the season, he's the starter. Right. Yeah, they said going into the camp during the offseason, they're going through all their offseason plans as he is their starter for next season. I don't want to comp him to Baker Mayfield, but size-wise and ability throwing the ball and moving, he's kind of got some Baker Mayfield. Okay. All right. Well, listen. Uh, and now we not, know not the off the not the between the ears, no, Baker, no, no, but no, no, just no. style. Yeah, uh, and Eric Bieniemy's gonna he's got to have some say in this, doesn't he? I would think. All right. Uh, let's hear from Brian Gunakist. This is the general manager for the Packers. This is what he said about Jordan Love. Everybody's waiting on Aaron Rodgers now. Aaron Rodgers went on some podcast. I don't think he's done McAfee yet this week, but he went on some podcast and talked about the revelations he saw in the dark room. How he healed some of his childhood wounds and i'm not making this up all right he's saying this stuff on this podcast either way uh the general manager for the packers was saying love is ready mike he's ready to take this thing over i think he's ready to play and i think he's ready to be an nfl starting quarterback he's worked really hard he's shown a lot of progression Uh, i know he's really eager to have that and i think that's the next step in his progression is is to play so is he playing this year i mean when is he playing he's never playing he might be playing this year Jordan Love? Yes. Jay Love? <laughs> I don't think Aaron is going to be there. I know you do. <clears throat> I, I'm getting I the think, feeling they are, yeah. they're they're moving on. I just think the only place that really makes sense for him is the Jets, and I think the Jets are going to make a deal with Carr. Okay. I just think Carr is smooth and steady, not as flashy. And I just think Aaron Rodgers is, you know, again, who, who cares if he does all the hippy-dippy new age crap? That has no bearing. But I just think he's made more mistakes at the end of the season when it matters most, and you saw it in the, in the game that mattered to get him in the playoffs. I think he's kind of too many turnovers when it matters. When, again, when it matters most regular season, he'll be single-digit picks, and he'll be insane with his percentage and everything else. It's going to be insane. Uh, he was asked about, does he have Aaron Rodgers fatigue? I think it's, it's part of my job, you know, so and this is obviously a big topic that uh, our fans and, and people want to know about. So at the same time, certainly there will be other discussions we'd love to have, but um, it, it doesn't fatigue me. It's just... Um, uh, it's been pretty constant for a long time now. I would have okay. loved to be like, yeah, I'm tired of this fool. Now, I don't know if uh, Mike McCarthy ever had Aaron Rodgers fatigue, uh, but uh, he says, Carl, today talking with the media, that, uh, you know, play calling. It felt like it was a good time to make that change. Okay, this is going to be a freaking disaster. <laughs> Cowboys, have been, Cowboys have been a train wreck ever since. I mean, take it all the way back to when Jason Garrett was screwing things up with the good years of Romo they squandered. And McCarthy, you can't coach this team, and now you're going to call plays? Good luck with that. With Dak and Dax. You know, I, there's a lot of strange things that could happen in Dallas in the next couple of months, too, by the way. Lots going on. Like to start the game? <laughs> yes. Say adios to Ezekiel Elliott. <laughs> a lot of things. That uh, that's a soundbite from a couple of seasons ago when they lost the, the playoff game. Listen, there's a lot going on at the combine. A lot of people answering questions. What's going on with the Falcons? Stay tuned. We're going to tell you the latest coming up at five o'clock in our Falcon Report. When we come back, we got to talk more about the biggest story of the day: what we know and what it may mean for Georgia football moving forward. It's Dukes and Bell. Nine, the game. It is Dukes and Bell. Mike and I were just in here talking about this Josh story. Just real quick. 
We're going to fill you in on the uh, information we now know through the investigation of the AJC about Jalen Carter. But we were talking about, you know, the story that has come out about Ja Morant. And Ja is quoted as saying that he did throw a punch at this kid, this 17-year-old kid. Mm -hmm. So he told police um, that um, (laughs) the kid apparently threw the ball at his head, Mike. So they're at his house. And I just want to put this in context because people are like, did Ja pull a gun on somebody? Mm. They're at his house. My guess is they're playing some kind of pickup game. Okay. And is it is the young man there because he's friends with Ja's younger siblings or something? So he's 17 years old. Um, ja is reportedly um, hitting this gentleman, this young man, in the head during a pickup game at his house. So that's okay. what it was. And I'm just trying to put this in context for you guys because Mike was like, well, why is there a 17-year-old at, at, at Ja's house? Either way, who knows where he's friend, who's friends, right. who, whatever. Right. So Morant and one of his boys hit the teen hard enough to send him to the ground leaving a large knot on the side of his head after the teenager threw the ball at Ja. Okay? So detectives show up, police show up, and basically the young man who got hit and he's on the ground says Ja then went into the house after they punched him several times and came back out with a gun visible in his waistband of his pants. This is at his house. Morant I have no idea. Morant says uh, he told the police that the young man was the aggressor in the incident and throwing the ball at his head and stepping towards him is what started it, and he did what he did in self-defense. How about doing what you do and saying, getting out of my house, I'm 23 years old, I'm John Morant, I'm about to be a mega star, you don't need to be here. How about that? It's amazing what these guys, like the the, the decision making. So then you go in the house and you come back out with a gun in your waistband? just tell the kid to get lost. You know, and you, you got buddies with you. Tell them to help you. Tell him to get lost, and don't escalate it to a weapon situation. Which makes I just I, I don't get it, Mike. I just look, and I and by the way, see now now let's do the preamble so we don't sound soft. Like I get it, you come up from a certain whatever, and you got your boys and everything. But there's just common sense has got. I mean, well, he's young. When does common sense? What is the statute of limitations for common sense? You know, when it's a, when it's required to kick in. Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, I, as I said earlier, I, I did, I've done a lot of dumb stuff. I've been arrested a couple of times. I'm not trying to sit there and be Lily White on you, but I mean, you got you got to, you're going to be a quarter of a billion a billionaire, you know, with your next big deal, and you've, you're do, you're doing stuff that can derail your entire career. Let alone the stuff where you got your boys who think it's clever to either whether it's a laser pointer or what most people assume was a laser sight attached to a weapon, right. yeah. to be uh, throwing that at somebody associated with the Pacers after you guys have a dust-up on the floor. I mean, it's like, come on. And then meanwhile, if you're Adam Silver, are you going to do something about this? Like maybe say, Ja, you're a big part of our brand, and you're the reason people tune in, so now I'm going to have to sit you for a week. No, he won't do that because Adam Silver has no balls. And Adam Silver is, you know, he's going to whistle past the graveyard. Carl and I were talking about this, the Charles Barkley comments with Stephen A. Smith the other day about the new contract and demands for load management. I still think the NBA, as great as it's been and the numbers, if you don't get a handle on some of these issues, it can still come sideways on you. Yeah. I would cur- love to see Silver. Stern I'm would, curious to see what he does. Yeah, and look. I'm not. This is not about telling a guy how to dress, which was silly in the first place. You do your thing, and now fashion is a part of the NBA. We're talking about doing the right thing when you got a guy who's a big part of your brand doing something which is beyond asinine. Um, we'll see if mm. the league does anything. That's a story that hit today. We were just talking about it, and we're like, eh, this makes no sense, Ja. Um, and, and today's, as we said earlier to the guys, guys who just up on the text, like, damn, 
Dukes and Bell is like 60 minutes today. Well, it's just one of those days. No. It's, some, yeah. some days it's blanks and giggles, and some days it's like the real world intersects with sports, and we've got a lot of that today. Trust me, I didn't, I didn't roll out of the rack today wanting to talk about Jalen Carter having two misdemeanor arrest right. warrants. I didn't do that. I didn't want to do that. Mm. But that's where we are. Um, Mike, let's talk about what we know. And, and again, uh, this is a story that we're following and we're keeping uh, an eye out. Jalen Carter did put out a statement if you're just joining the show. Um, I read it earlier. It's out there. I retweeted it. But I, I just want to read it to you guys again because everybody's saying, what is he saying? He was at the Combine today. Mm-hmm. He's actually getting some of his measurable stuff done. He was supposed to speak. And then all, all this came down. And you're like, okay, I got to go. But he said, this morning I received a telephone call from the Athens, Georgia Police Department informing informing me that two misdemeanor warrants have been issued against me for reckless driving and racing. Let's stop right there, Mike. This dates back to the incident that now I would think most Georgia fans are aware of, most people here in Georgia uh, who follow the dogs and are aware of. And that was the fatal crash that ultimately ended up taking the life of Chandler LaCroix, who was a uh, and one of the uh, dog football players, and Devin uh, Willick. Devin Willick. They were involved in that crash, so that's what he's talking about. Warrants have been issued against me for reckless driving and racing. The reports are mm. that that's what they were doing, that they were racing. He was behind them, etc. Here's Jalen Carter's uh, finishing statement. Numerous media reports have also circulated this morning containing um, inaccurate information concerning the traffic or the tragic Mm. event, should I say, of January 15th, 2023. That's when it happened. It is my intention to return to Athens to answer the misdemeanor charges against me and to make certain that the complete and accurate truth is presented. There is no question in my mind, Jalen Carter, that when all of the facts are known, that I will be fully exonerated from any criminal wrongdoing. In the AJC article, they talk about uh, comments of either witnesses at the scene, whether in that apartment complex or responding, police officers, and someone in the car was saying, why were you going so fast to LaCroix, whether or not you could respond or not. Do you think they would reach out to Warren McClendon, who survived the car accident, and ask him if he could tell you about the, some of the circumstances involving the wreck? Mike, I think Which they, they have already to. have. I mean, yeah. Unless they already have, and we're just, you know, again, we're getting this information. Slow. It was a slow drip until the AJC kind of dropped this today. Yeah, I think you have to, if you're going to give the full story, and they may know all this already, by the way. They may know all the stuff that we're wondering about. It's, right. it's just the fact that we're getting it. But, uh, yeah, if you're going to give the, the full story and have the full story laid out for you, I think you got to talk to all the witnesses who are still here, right? I mean, you, obviously, unfortunately, and we feel for the families. We said this when this happened back in January. You know, it, it hurts to know for the Willock family and certainly the LaCroix family what they've been going through. But... I think you got to ask the people who were there and Mike who who witnessed this as much as possible uh, to to kind of figure out and fill in the blanks. I think the the bigger thing for Georgia right now is was there any illegal activity done when you have you know Bryant Gant show up at the scene and then he's being filled in by police about this fatal crash and then ultimately he calls Jerry uh, you know uh, Jalen Carter back to the scene. I'm wondering if if there's anything there that should be concerning. If you or somebody says no, nothing to be concerned about. I mean, this is a guy that, that players call and he comes in and, you know, whether you're in jail or you're in a bar fight or whatever it might be, he's going to make sure that the information right. gets relayed back to Kirby and, and then the staff and everybody gets on to what they have to do. But that's the stuff that, the, as we said earlier, that the national media is going to gravitate to and talk about, well, why do you have an what, why is this guy getting to call at that time? And what is his responsibility in this scenario? And is this of any information? Is this related to why the information was kind of very a, a slow release? We've never heard about another car. Now, again, to the definition of the law from my friend from the Atlanta Police Department, 
it still is considered a single car accident. There was no contact between the other vehicle. And we also found out today that the uh, blood concentration in Miss LaCroix was at 0.197. Legal limit in Georgia is 0.08. Uh, 11 Alive's got the article on that as well. So she was over the limit, and that contributed certainly to the fact that the car was going 104 miles an hour when it hit the curb and then created that tremendous, obviously just devastating damage hitting the poles. And what raised some eyebrows when I read the article today is, you know, the AJC reporting that police noticed a scratch, scratches on the roof of Jalen Carter's car, which would be, condu- uh, I guess, uh, you would be uh, convinced that that came from the wire, the cable that were snapped as the accident occurred, which then gets you back to how close was he to the other car, if that makes sense. It does. It, it makes sense to me. I mean, listen, there's a lot to process here. But the thing for Jalen Carter that I think he has to explain, and and not to us necessarily, he's got to explain it to these future NFL employers that he he's going to want to play for. Who knows how many of these teams are going to ask him this, but my guess is, Mike, they're all going to ask him. Because, again, I'm about to invest a lot of money in you right. as a top pick in the NFL draft, and I, I got to be able to trust you. I got to know that this is not who you are. Okay? You get a speeding ticket, that's fine. You get multiples, and then you're in a situation like this where somebody passes away. Right. I got to ask you: Do you have an issue? And you, you like yeah. racing? Yeah, they perceived it to be street racing. Yeah, and, and that's and look, that's a thing. We a Las Vegas Raider player lost his entire career because he killed somebody doing that. That was, I mean, unbelievable excessive speeding. Rugs. Right. Yeah. Um, a former Bama receiver. Absolutely. 404-741-0929. But that goes back to why when you guys say, "Well, what is it anybody's business?" Because you're handing. It's not like the old <laughs> days where you gave guys $50 million in the first round, but now you're still giving away significant guaranteed money, and this is why people say, well, you feel so dehumanized at the combine. Well, they want to know what you're, what you're about. They want to know if you're a quality person. That's why you know we talked about the Falcon filter yesterday. I don't necessarily want guys that are like as pure as a driven snow, but there's some things if you did, it goes back to how can I trust you in my organization to do the right thing for five years. Yeah. And that's why they go down this and, road. And by the way, it's still – 30, 35, 40 million dollars we're talking about. If I'm handing you that money, if I'm giving you a check tomorrow, I want to make sure that I know everything I possibly can to know about you. If you don't understand that or get that, I, I don't know what to say to you. That's that's what these teams are doing, and I don't have any issues with that whatsoever. And Mike, if I don't trust that you are who you say you are, and we've had our own investigators take a look into some things and we found out some things, I'm not drafting you. It's just that simple. I'm not going to draft you. And that's how guys slide in a draft where you go, how the hell did that team get him at 7 or 8 or 9 or 10? Right. And we've talked about some of the more documented ones. Dan Marino is the most famous one where there were rumors that were circulating about drug use. And we talked about Warren Sapp. But this goes back to the, it's truly, it's strictly about your character and what kind of person you are. And this goes back all the way back to December when Todd McShay first put it out there that this guy had issues off the field, which I defended him because I didn't hear what they were. Explain it to me. And now this occurs and you go, wow. If accurate, there are some issues there. Coming up, Yeah Man, No Man, next on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Coming up 20 minutes, our man Kay Connor Riley is going to join us from Dog Nation, the Jalen Carter story all Mm. over the place. We're talking about it. With you guys, if you have thoughts, please let us know. If you want to get in on the conversation, you can always text us or find us uh, via social media. That's going to happen in 15 minutes. We'll talk with him. Also, we'll get back into the Hawks last night. Should have won the game. Had a lead late, couldn't right. finish it. Next up is the uh, Trailblazers on Friday. Uh, and we'll also talk about was there uh, really any changes with what, what, what mm. we saw last night with Quinn Snyder's first game as the Hawks head coach. Right now, though, it's time for Yeah Man, No Man. It's time for Yeah Man, No Man. Kind of makes me wonder why the hell so many people are trying to tell me to slow down. Seems like we should be shutting the hell up and enjoying the show. He's six foot one. Not really. From Florida, Kennesaw State, and gives rapid fire questions. <laughs> it's the executive producer of the Dukes and Bell Show, Bo Morgan. Brought to you by the W Sauce, America's Worcestershire Sauce. Bigger, better, bolder. All right, Bo Morgan, what is going on today? It is hump day, Wednesday. Mm. Friday, Mike and I will be out at Ace Hardware, Old National Highway, South Fulton. South Side. Come on out. Yeah, yeah, man. Come hang out. We're going to have a good time down there. And uh, if you've not had a chance to hang out with us, we'd love to get a chance to see you down there. All right, Bo Morgan, what's happening, man? Yeah, I'm looking forward to going down there and checking out all their grilling accessories. You know me. I might come home with another grill. Who knows? No, it's, I'm all it's about true. Uh, grabbing some hose, buddy. That's what I'm there for. Got to get some lawn care done. Got to do till that soil. Well, you need a new hoe? Who doesn't? I agree. Yeah. I mean, I might buy one. I need one. But who knows? I don't care. Um, I'd rather buy grilling accessories, to be honest with you. And they have those at Ace Hardware. They do. No, I know. I mean, they. I think they got big green eggs and, mm. and Traegers at those mm. places. I don't know. Um, I don't I don't need a Traeger, but I don't have an egg, so mm. maybe they'll cut me a deal. Can't believe with all the things you've got in that backyard or the garage, you don't have an egg in your arsenal. Yeah. Well, I do have the mini, mini, like the baby, like the smallest egg they make, I have it. Right. But you can't do a lot on it. 
Do a couple burgers. You can. I mean, you can put a steak on there. I, right. So it's I, like it's like the hibachi of green eggs. It, yeah, it's just the it's the grilling surface. I right. mean, here's the deal. You know, like with everything, green egg they made like the Big Daddy. Right. You know, if you want to cook for a family of sixteen, you can. But they also have, and the grilling surface, Mike, is only about I don't know eight inches, maybe. Right. I'm I'm looking, Bo, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I know that I can fit two burgers on it. Literally two burgers, pre-made patties that you get okay. like a Kroger or whatever. It's time for you to go the next step, big boy one. I mean, I got. An Oklahoma smoke, an Oklahoma Joe smoker. I got my Weber. I do my if I, I do my Weber a lot. I love my Weber kettle. That's the where it's length at. of it. So basically, you're telling me your your backyard or your side of your house is like Sanford and Son. You got so many grilling things. <laughs> out no, there. it's called a garage. <laughs> the wife doesn't is not allowed to park her car. I was going to say in your there. car. Do both cars get parked in the garage? Which is kind of what it's. Well, you for. have two Neither. in the garage. Two two, two grills. No, I have uh, three four. Wow. Just. The, the Blackstone is covered. Amy, park down the street, will not, you? Not to mention that Squid Billy, <laughs> even when he doesn't need provisions, he'll see meat and buy it and then throw it in the freezer. So you got you may have a meat problem. Which is also a, in the garage, along with my golf cart. Yeah, grilling addiction. My truck won't fit in there. Yeah. Now, we're, now we're crossing over to Hoarders. You know, get you on TV. <laughs> That's not true. You need a you need a different grill for well, every occasion. Yeah. No, I do agree with you. All my grills are outside, though. I will have to say. They're, they're all in, mm-hmm. outside. Oh, Carl, I got an HOA. They don't, like, he just can't park anything outside these days. <laughs> I don't know where you're living. <laughs> All right, man. What's happening with you? All right. Um, I, I saw this story, immediately thought of all of us, because Chris is a dog guy. Um, Mike is a new dog person. Carl, you've, you've had uh, a few dogs that everybody knows about. Sprinkles, my dog. Not her real name. That's said for protection. I don't give out her real name, because I'm, unlike Mike, I care about my dog's identity. Um Okay. I wouldn't wear her face on a shirt or Can, anything. Okay, wait. Do you have, like, w- w- you, are people coming after Sprinkles? Well, they could. I don't, these people are crazy well, these days. What are you, uh, who is it, Paris Hilton? No, who was the one who got her dog? Uh, Gold? Who was the singer? It was yeah. a singer got it her dog. It was uh, Lady Gaga. Lady, That's right. Lady Gaga. Her uh, dog, Walker, was shot in, uh, in, like, Beverly Hills or something trying to, trying to walk the dog. Yeah, because if that happened to, to Sprinkles, air quotes, uh, I would be in jail afterwards. You okay. touch my dog, no. we got a problem. No, that's, I think most dog again. That's, I go twenty five years between dog because I get so attached to them. I know I talk to you all the time about it. I mean, you got a great dog, and I guess you know I guess a rock star. Well, again, I, I'm with you. That's if somebody touch your dog at a restaurant or something. Oh man, it'd be on like Donkey Kong. Oh, well, I leave my dog at home when I go to restaurants. I mean, where you can eat outdoors on a patio, not some like I'm bringing him into the you know freaking palm or something. By the way, and by the way, while we're on the subject, service dog racket is a little crazy. Everybody's got. Can we really decide if these service dogs are truly service dogs? I mean, you know, you. I saw well, you, you, you said this about load management. How are you going to prove that they're not? Wait, no, when I was flying up to New York the other day, I was uh, getting some breakfast, and there's somebody had, like a cockapoo, and I was like, "How is that a service dog?" I don't know. I'm a little sketchy on that. I'm see the paperwork on that. Well, right. there's emotional service and ah. there's physical service, and gotcha. I mean. Let's just not take the thing completely literal. It's all physical. All right. Well, you guys remember the story from a couple of years ago. The the lady had brought a peacock on yes. the plane. Yes. It was a service peacock. Right. <laughs> yes. And that's where we kind of jumped the shark with the service uh, critters. Well, look, one of uh, this entire show's favorite halftime shows is Frisbee Dogs. Correct. Because it's probably one of the best. Mm. Well, during the Louisville basketball game last night at home, they were playing Virginia Tech. Now, Louisville has been god-awful this year. They're like 4-26, and um, and obviously they've gone through a lot of growing, a lot of things with Patino's exit and all that kind of stuff. Well, last night at the end of one of the Frisbee dog shows, the dog stops 
and takes a poo on the court. Oh. A poo on the court. Wow. Which is basically, sort of, if it's Louisville, that's kind of their season in a nutshell. <laughs> what is it is uh, at 4 and 22? You took a dookie right on Denny Crum court. That's tough. Boy, Denny Crum was a character, wasn't he? He was. Sure was. He was. Who cleaned it up is the question. But what, what well, were you going to ask? Well, I was going to ask, what's the most embarrassing thing your dog has done to you? You know, because mm-hmm. I, I'll go ahead and start. It wasn't necessarily in public, but it went into public. Um, I was taking uh, sprinkles to – back in the day, I had a six-speed 5.0, right? Right. And I was taking the sprinkles. My pa- I was living in Bucket. I took her to my parents' house because we were going somewhere on vacation or something. And it's a stick shelf, and, and she was younger. She'd get nervous. She literally throws up oh. all – because she, she was sitting in my lap, yeah. throws up all over me, gets oh. in the car, oh. all over me. I'm pulled over at the gas station. How like, do you ever to... get that clean, that smell out? Well, luckily, it was – More solid than viscous? Well, it was not like food. <laughs> it was more like phlegm, oh. right? Ah. Enjoy your late lunch or early dinner, everybody. So I'm cleaning it up. Got you know I'm at the gas station. Like she's, I'm on a lot of stuff in my body right now. Which, uh, and she's like, you know, now she's upset, right? She's scared because she knows I, I yelled at her like, well, you know, and you know, you're all my, you know, you threw up on me. I pull her, but that was that was brutal for me to deal with. Yeah, uh, real quick, I'll, I mean, I don't want to cut into your time, but I'll keep this under 30 seconds. We're in Sonoy. I was walking Ike, and there's some people that obviously came from church. They're all dressed in their Sunday finery at an outdoor place. And Ike starts doing the walk where you start squatting. Like, I'm like, no, 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 no. And I should have just let him do his thing because by pulling him, it became a drive-by. And it just, I mean, he just let the giant skid mark right down the sidewalk where mm. all these people are having their brunch. And I'm like, and I go, to the, I go and then, of course, I don't have a plastic bag, which I forgot. And oh, not sure. that it would help anyway. I look at the waiter. I go, do you have any water, a pitcher of water? And the guy just goes, maybe it's best if you just move along. Oh yeah. So we he literally told you leave. We literally, and then we talked about that you were on vacay last St. Patrick's Day. I go back to Sonoy. We had to give Ike a haircut because we don't want to return to the scene of the crime like two weeks later. Look at looking the same. <laughs> look at this dog who defiled the sidewalk in front of whatever cafe. I uh, there's a couple, but I'll stick with the. Uh, they go through that humping phase, yep. right? And Max, when he was young, he uh, I'd walk him off the leash. I was teaching him off the leash and heel and all that stuff. Right. And he got away, and there was this lady walking her dog, and literally he jumped on and was looking at me like Go nothing to, was wrong. Going to town. And he's going to town. And I am so embarrassed. I'm like, I'm so sorry. And the lady's like, oh, my God, get your dog. And Max is just like, <laughs> and he's going crazy. And I'm trying to, like, now get him off of this dog. And he's looking at me like, I'm not stopping for anything. So there's this, you know, Sue's this fight. I'm getting him off. The lady's going nuts. I I felt terrible. So it was embarrassing. But Mikey, my terrier, has an issue with long road trips, and he will throw up on you. So that, to your point, I've experienced that, too. We have to keep the windows down. He's got to be, you know, he's got to have his head out Mm. and getting that fresh air. And if he's not, like, if you got the air conditioner on and you're rolling – it better be a quick trip because he will oh, – he'll let it go on you. <laughs> With Max, that reminds me of Joe Dirt when he, he, he's going through foster parents and he's at that lady's house. Yes. The dog's on his leash. She goes, he goes, lady, she, she, she goes, he'll finish. He'll, he'll stop when he's done. Yes. <laughs> he'll get off when well, he's done. That's finished. what I it's wanted like, to say. And he's looking at me like, don't you dare stop me. I'm like, you don't even know this dog. Let me have my moment. <laughs> yes. Ike's, Ike's a serial humper. I think I told you the story. Ike was at the dog park in Peachtree City. He's humping somebody's dog, and there's a South African lady. She's very, thank God she's cool about it. She goes, oh, your dog is quite romantic. That's one way to put it. That's my boy. Yes, that's great. <laughs> 
Oh, and by the way, shout out to the uh, Randy Cross who, uh, when I first got Sprinkles, he 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 started the whole. Oh, you can't can't say her real name. You gotta give her a code name. You know, <laughs> with, you know the identity has to stay. So that's why that's why we've always called her Sprinkles. Just hey, to by give the you way, guys. didn't I see on social media Randy's daughter got married? Randy Cross, I saw him dancing with her and stuff, and it looked great, like a hell of a wedding. I talked to him a few months ago. Uh, he came on the national show. I haven't, t- I haven't seen those pictures, but if yeah. so, congratulations. He's a great guy. Yeah, Randy's uh, one of my favorites I've ever uh, people I've ever worked with. And by, by the way, he could join Dukes and Bell Tailgate at home because he's always yep, – his Instagram is true. filled yeah. with uh, some good eats. Speaking of good eats, don't forget, uh, Yeah Man No Man is brought to you by the Fire Shower from the W Sauce. Bigger, better, bolder, and now spicier. So get over to WSoft.com, find a retailer near you, or you can check it out on Amazon. And, guys, don't forget my friends at the Georgia Hemp Company and the GeorgiaHempCompany.com. Use the code SQUIDBILLY10 for 10% off your CBD needs today. I got to get Joe to send me some muscle pain cream immediately. Turtle, <laughs> hit Squid's music. Lots going on today. We're going to talk to uh, our guy from Dog Nation, Connor Riley, about all the latest with Jalen Carter. Earlier today, Carter was uh, told that he was going to have to leave the combine. He has put out a statement. We're going to get the latest. Hmm. Stay right there. It's Dukes and Bell. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 